0: Alright, good morning and welcome back to our Discipleship Podcast. I'm Billy and today is actually just going to be me. Ron's taking the week off and he'll be back next week. So today we're going to talk about witnessing and the Word of God. Um, We'll be taking a close look at the important link between the Bible and witnessing. So Bill Bright says, one of the most important areas that many Christians fail in living a life for Christ is in memorizing and effectively using the Word of God. So we're going to be diving into the second chapter of Acts, and we're going to be taking a close look at Peter's first sermon. Um, So if you'd like to follow along, go ahead and turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 2, and we're actually going to start in verse 14, right when Peter addresses the crowd. Um, And just as a reminder so in previous verses the holy spirit had just descended after they had gathered um and now they're speaking in tongues and people all around from different areas in um in judea are weirded out because you know they're speaking in their languages and and some people are saying that they just had too much to drink and that they're just drunk um but then but then uh peter here Stands up and he addresses the crowd starting in verse 14. And he says, Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. Now this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God... of the great and glorious day of the Lord, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among among you through him. As you yourselves know, this man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, And you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. David said this said about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest in hope because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead you will not let your holy one see decay you have made known to me the paths of life and you will fill me with joy in your presence fellow israelites i can tell you confidently that the <clears throat> that david died and was buried and his <clears throat> and his tomb is here today but he was a prophet and knew that god had promised him an oath and he would place one of his descendants on his throne seeing what was to come he spoke of the resurrection of the messiah and he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead nor did his body see decay god has risen this jesus to life and we are all witnesses of it exalted to the right hand of god he has received from the father the promised holy spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore let all Israel be assured of this, God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. And when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accept this message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. The devoted, they devoted themselves to the teaching and the fellowship of the apostles and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles What, a, what an incredible first, first sermon, right? Um, Bill says in his book, when the early Christians received the power of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, the news spread quickly throughout Jerusalem. And a large crowd gathered seeking the meaning of this phenomenon. And Peter was under control and, in power of, and empowered of the Holy Spirit. He addresses the inquisitive crowd. And he goes on to ask who were these people some had been present at the crucifixion earlier and had cried crucify him and let his blood be on us and on our children and you can read that in matthew chapter 20, uh, 27 verse 22 and 25. possibly some in the front row were those before whom peter had used profanity when denied christ Bright points out, he says, Under these fearful circumstances, Peter's resources had to be God's word, prayer, and the Holy Spirit. So as we dive into this, understand that the that the purpose of this lesson is to demonstrate the use of the word of God in witnessing. I'm really impressed with Peter because when you look at his sermon, more than half of it is scripture that he he's had to mem- memorize Um he had no notes to look at, and and his message was, you know, impromptu. It was it was off the cuff. It was right then and there. He's like, okay, I got to do this, and I'm going to say this, and it was all based upon Old Testament scripture, um, that he had studied when he was younger. So there's there's no doubt that the disciples studied scripture as they traveled with Jesus, you know, and and often. Jesus would explain or expound the scriptures as, <clears throat> to them as they journeyed. Out of all the disciples, I would say that, that Peter was the most unqualified as well as the most qualified person to witness for Christ. And, and the reason I say that is, is he denied Christ, but he also had the knowledge of Old Testament, um, which was based off of you know, teaching uh it's also a testimony of how god can use can and will use anyone who is willing regardless of their past um to go from denying christ three times after you told him that you wouldn't and then to be preaching and to have god use you to save 3000 people like that's just insane The success of of what Peter said was was due entirely to God affecting the hearts of the hearers through his Holy Spirit. Peter's first sermon after Pentecost contained the word of God and was preached in the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit used the Old Testament to convict Peter's listeners about the sin, um, and particularly about the sin of crucifying Christ. Now obviously the crowd's response I'm sure was was mixed. You know, I'm sure that there was you know they had feelings of of bewilderment. They were um, excited, they were they were happy, but then there was also, you know, repentance and, and joy and of course some people probably reacted in anger because Peter was was calling them out. He was calling their sin and and no one likes that. We don't like it when people call out our sin. It makes us angry. But God's, but God's Word is, is powerful, and, and the Word of God is the most effective tool in dealing with people um, about their need for Christ. And their questions are only truly answered in the Bible. And there is convincing power only in a presentation of what the Word of God has to say. And with that said, we should keep bringing the non-christian back to what god says rather than back to what we think you know our opinions are always secondary to what god actually says in his word and we net we need to set our own wants and desires our own opinions we need to set our own hearts aside and let god's word do the work Bill says we have to be ready to give scriptural answer to any question men can ask concerning the hope, which is actually a firm conviction of our salvation with gentleness, humility, and respect for them as individuals. We must study the scriptures diligently if we are to be effective witness for Christ. Now, we live in a world where we are always busy where where something is always grasping for our attention work family friends hobbies Facebook Instagram something is always trying to make us focus on it now of course I'm not I'm not telling you to neglect your family or neglect your your job Um, but we have to remember that we are called to relationship with God first and foremost and just like any relationship we have a part to play god is to always be our number one focus and we need to spend time with him and we need to spend time memorizing his word committing portions of scripture to memory is the best way to know the word of god and as a result once we we know and we once we know the word of god we in turn we actually start to know christ as well Also, by by having the promises and commands of the word memorized, we can apply them to any life situation at any moment's notice, especially when we want to use them in unexpected witnessing opportunities. So the psalmist says clearly that it is the word of God that keeps Christians from sinning against God, and the word is the means by which the Christian purifies his or her own life so to introduce men and women to christ we must learn the scriptures and memorize and memorization is a vital part of the process this week i want you guys to ponder these questions what does god mean by success how is that different from what the world means by success and how did God use the Bible to bring you into his family? And I also want you to pick a verse. And I want you to write it down on, on a card, on a sticky note. On um, You can get those little little note cards at Walmart you know, or anywhere. Um, and I want you to pick a verse and I want you to write it down. And I want you to put it in your pocket. And every time you go into your pocket, I want you to take it out and I want you to read it. This is something that that one of my friends in YWM encouraged me to do and get, and guess what I I didn't do it. <laughs> I I did it for a little bit. And and then I stopped because I was just like, "Oh, I was too busy." You know, but that's something that I've I've started to pick up again and and it's a fantastic way to memorize scripture because you can just take one verse at a time if you want. You can put a whole, you know, paragraph you know three or four verses on there if you want Um, but do something at least put one verse on there and carry it around with you and every time you reach in your pocket i want you to take it out and i want you to read it and with that we're done so tune in next week this week was a little shorter of a chapter um, but it really emphasizes the um, again the importance of memorizing scripture. Peter memorized a lot of scripture, you know, and I and I and I know that the Holy Spirit reminded him. And I've had that happen to me multiple times where I totally don't remember the scripture. But then, you know, I asked the Holy Spirit, you know, help me, you know, what was that verse? And, and it just comes back, um, you know, and that's. Start memorizing scripture, write it down on that little note and I know it's going to work. So again, thank you guys for joining us. Um, I pray that you guys have a, a great week. Join us next week as we talk about witnessing and prayer. Thanks, guys.